0: this was a difficult episode to record I didn't come out with an episode last week because of all the things that's been happening in Hawaii in Maui and I told myself you need to make an episode and I just couldn't do it last week so I gave myself grace and I prayed about it and this is the episode that came to my heart because this is what we've been working on in our own home and it's Teaching our kids how to have a charitable heart, Um, especially during a time where your own friends and family need it. Um, But also just trying to instill that in your everyday life, because I know I need a reminder each and every day on continuing to have a giving heart, have a receiving heart. being able to find ways to instill that because that is such a great huge important thing in our own values and beliefs so if this is something that's important and is very you know high up there in your values and beliefs in your home let me tell you that this definitely covers not just parenting but also it does cover homeschooling because there's so much lessons in here it helps prepare your kids to just be good, big humans, and it will shape the way they live, the way they treat people, the way they work, the way they do their business, because having a charitable heart is is beyond just like, quote unquote, doing good. It really causes a ripple effect in the world. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And if you haven't followed me on Instagram yet, I suggest you just jump on there. There's a link in my uh, show notes on my um, my page. It's at Kavai underscore Aquin. That's K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. And being afar from home, because I do live in Washington State now, it was just hard to figure out like how can i help i really want to help how can i help my friends and family in maui and it's because like they lost everything everything in minutes and the devastation is surreal and i'm like okay well how do i use my you know my giving heart intentionally so my friend and I, my friend Leslie and I were hosting a school supply and homeschool drive. And I was like, when God put that on my heart, I was like, okay, right up my alley. Because my best friend who lost everything, she has five kids. And she also has a friend over there who, what she told me just like blew my mind. She's like, there's a group of homeschooling mamas down the road who were displaced and lost everything too, and they found each other and I said oh my gosh I know exactly what I can do though we are hosting a school supply and homeschool drive for them and we just want to be very intentional with what we send to Maui because it is an island and we want to give them things they need for the longevity and stuff that they can use because they don't have space to like store it their post offices are being overwhelmed and all the things So what we're working with right now is just figuring out how we can give them things that will bring them joy, help their homeschool, and also not overwhelm them. So if you want to talk more about that, definitely message me on Instagram at kavai underscore aquin. All right, let's talk about this episode. Aloha, mamas. You've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom podcast. Get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. Welcome to another episode. And if you didn't listen to the intro, I'll say it real quick again. I didn't come up with an episode on Friday because I just couldn't. It was so hard for me to talk, Um, especially after all the things that's been happening in Maui. um, My friends lost everything. And even though you're probably like, wait, Hawaii you live in Washington State, <laughs> one of the cultures, um, and traditions, and values and beliefs that was instilled in Hawaiians, um, and people from Hawaii, is that we are a community. No matter where you live, we are a community with a giving heart, and it's always been like that. And I love, I love that aspect of it. So no matter where you live, you want to give. You want to help, and that's exactly what we've been working on all last week with all the things that's been going on in Molly, I just couldn't get myself to record a podcast, and that's just me being real because sometimes you feel like that, mama. Sometimes you're like, I know I have to do this, and your body, your emotions don't feel the need at that moment to do it, and I, as an overachiever, I had to give myself grace and be like, it's okay, goodbye. It's okay to like regroup and come back and do an episode um, for the next week. So when I prayed about it, and I asked God, okay, so, so what should I be talking about? And what came to me was exactly what we've been doing last week, and it's simple ways to teach your kids how to have a charitable heart. And maybe you already teach that in your household. So that's amazing. You're on the right path. But if you, you know, you tell yourself, this is one of my values. This is like something that really means something to me. How can I be more intentional with it? Not just you giving, not only that part, but also teaching your kids how to do that. Um, And the reason why I say that is because for me, here's a great example. I would give, I would donate To different charities, Um, especially I love donating to local charities where I live because I love that it goes right back into the community um, that my kids are growing up in. But I used to just never share that with my kids (laughs) because I would just donate it or I have it like automatically um, taken out of my bank account um, every month or something like that. Or tithing, I have tithing just automatically taken out and all the things. So (laughs) those would never um, come up in conversation with my kids. They had no clue that I was donating to these charities because they never saw it. They never heard about it. I never talked about it. (laughs) And that, I realized, was not how to teach your kids how to have a charitable heart (laughs) because you're their example. You're their model. And so the first thing is just starting in your home but letting them be aware of it because I know that I am guilty of doing things as an adult and just not letting my kids be involved because I just want to get it done. (laughs) I'm like I'll I'll just do it and then I'll just talk about it later or sometimes I don't even say that I'll just I'll just do it and then (laughs) it gets done but my kids have no clue. So when I sat down to think about this episode and like how are ways I've been teaching my kids how to have a charitable heart. The first thing is, we learned in um, last week's message that what you give doesn't always have to be about money. So that's one thing. Like your charity doesn't always have to be donating money. Let's Let's put that out there because when you think about kids, not all of them have money to give. So, if you come with this value to them, okay, we're going to have a charitable heart. And they're going to ask you, okay, well, how do we do that? And you're like, well, I donate money to the food bank. And they're like, well, I don't have a lot of money, mom. Or I don't even have any money. Because <laughs> like, some of my kids don't have any money. They, it's either they earn different things. Um, anyways, or it's like not on hand, or it's in a bank, or it's in, um, it's being invested, all of those things. So they're like, I don't, I don't know what else I could give. And so that's one that I needed a reminder of and that I definitely had to re, you know, teach my kids about. And instead, what we learned in this message from church was instead of just only focusing on money, what do you have an abundance of? For me, I'm going to tell you straight, it's not time. <laughs> so if I give my time... Then that is something very precious to me that I am giving out because I don't have a lot of that with five kids, homeschooling, business, podcast, all the things going on. I will make time to do something, especially if it's very important to me, to my family, to something that I believe in. But if you have an abundance of time, that is something. Is it items in your house? Is it some kind of food? Is it a skill? And that's one thing you can start having a conversation with your kids, too. It's like, what do you have an abundance of? My kids do have an abundance of time. (laughs) Uh, So that's a thing I can, you know, utilize. And I did this past week um, when we were doing this whole work on charity and helping out our friends in Maui. Okay, so that's the next question that you should ask yourself and also bring up to your kids. What do you have an abundance of? Now, the third one is, who would benefit from receiving what you have abundance of? If you have like a list of your favorite charities, you can bring that up. You can talk about why you have picked these different charities. And then you can ask them, your kids, who would benefit From what they have abundance of. Maybe they have a friend of mine. Maybe they have an idea or a group of people that they can give to that they already know about. And you might not know about that either. So, like, it's crazy to just have conversations with your kids. So, that's the first thing. It just starts in your home and really intentionally talking about it, asking good questions, writing these things down. starts to develop this charitable heart and this belief. And then the next thing you do is you talk about how do you give? Like, what are ways that you can give? Um, examples, it would be like tithing, donating to charity, volunteering your time, creating something. Um, maybe it's like creating something that will be able to give back, like a, a fund or um what we're doing a homeschool school supply drive so talk with them talk with your kids about ways that they can give back here are some tips for that first thing like i said not only do you want to be intentional with who you give to but also what you do or what you give i'm going to use maui as a great example right now like i said in my intro you know, they're getting things flooded in from different places, from different islands, not only from Maui, from the mainland and all of that. And at this point, we understand that, okay, it's going to be a long haul. It's going to be a marathon, especially for these residents who are affected. And our goal is not to overwhelm them right now. Our goal is to, how, to think about how can we support them in the long run. How can we we be very intentional with what we do and what we give? What is it they need at this point? Let's give that. What do they need that would last them over time? That's something too. Or just having conversations or seeing online, what are these charities asking for? That's how you be very intentional with what you do or how you give. Um, because from there, you can, you would know exactly what to do rather than guess. And I would hate for anything that I donate to go to something and it goes to waste because, one, maybe they couldn't store it. Because think about this. If you're donating to someone in Maui who lost everything, including their home, they are displaced and staying with maybe another family member, they don't have the room that they used to have. To hold everything, so it's like okay. Well, I don't want to like bombard them with all this stuff. How can I give intentionally? Maybe it's giving over a you know, over time, um, giving them something that they need right now, and then down the line, you give them another thing to kind of add to it. Maybe it's um being very intentional by making kits for these families um, that will help them through the process, and then that kind of helps you. Have this conversation with your kids on why you pick those groups to donate to. Because when you continue that conversation, I know when I talked to my kids about it, like every time we talked about donating to Maui and why we're donating to them and all the things, it like put gratitude right back into my heart. Because, for example, I'm like, okay, we're going to be helping these homeschool families. And I'm sitting in my homeschool room looking at my homeschool room and going, I can't believe these families lost all of their things, not just their home, but they literally lost their school in that moment. And here I am sitting in my school, just like thanking God, like just being grateful for what we have. And then also looking at those items and going, okay, well, I have this. If one of these homeschooling mamas says, okay, my kid utilizes these books or this activity or this game in our homeschool." Even if I continue to use it at this point, I have gotten to that moment of going, hey, I have so much more. This is an abundance of what I have. I want to give this game. I'm going to give this curriculum. I'm going to give this book. If that is something they need, because it gave me a new perspective on what we have an abundance of. And (laughs) This is after I downsized my, I thought I downsized my and which I did. Like, I really streamlined what we have um, and what we are utilizing. But then it also gave me a great perspective. I felt like God put this on my heart for this reason of saying, yes, you you streamlined. Yes, you downsized. But Kavai, you still have an abundance of it compared to these families. So it almost prepped me to be like, okay, when they put this if, they, if and when they put this on the list, I will definitely be ready to give if that is something they need because it almost released the attachment to it and put on my heart, I also have to be very giving too in order to share that abundance. And, and I know what happens after giving is that blessings will come and you'll be able to receive so much more once you let go of things. I think that was just a message for myself in that moment. <laughs> but that is that is a part of the process that's been happening this week. And I really wanted to share that with you. Because if you feel the need to donate something. If you feel the need to give. Especially to a specific charity or group or event. I want you to challenge yourself. To not just give what you don't use anymore like there are many times i have to declutter my house and i guess i donate it to uh goodwill i donate it to like local charities but imagine when you are really intentional with what you give and you give that away man the meaning behind it is so much more like and when you teach that to your kids you can see how that really instills the value and belief into them. Okay, so what do you do after that with your kiddos? Well, maybe you can help them pick something that they can give back. If you have a list of things that are um, given to you from this charity that they need, go through your house and go, okay, well, is there something we have excess of that you can give them? Anything on this list that maybe even if it means something to you, you can give it a bigger meaning by giving it to someone else in need. Um that's a great way to start a conversation with your kiddos. The last thing to do um after like talking about it, because a lot of this is talking and having good conversations and giving examples, but for them to actually do something like like I said, picking something around their house is I created a project for our kids. That's how I got them into this habit in the first place. Now I created a yard sale project to kick off our homeschool. That was the initial intention of it all. I didn't know, no one knew that this tragedy was going to happen in Maui. And it happened in the middle of last week while we were preparing for the yard sale. And what ended up happening was we, as a whole, me and my kids, decided like, hey, why don't we give all the proceeds that we make from this yard sale to our friends in Maui? And then we turned our homeschool project into a charity. And that made this yard sale so much more doable. I'm just going to say it because I love yard sales, but sometimes they can be tiring when you have to sort, when you have to price, when you have to set up and you have to sit there and sell like it is not always enjoyable. (laughs) But when you put a bigger meaning behind it, a lot more better. And what we did was we had our kids speak up. Yes, we spoke up too, but we had our kids practice their public speaking and talk about why they were doing this yard sale. And I had one son I was super proud of because he did that the entire day. He's, we called him up and he every time someone new came, we were like, okay, go talk to them, say hi. So he like stood up, he said hi, he told them about the yard sale, what we were doing it for, if they want, asked them if they wanted to support and it was so amazing to see these people, sh- random strangers who just came for a yard sale, to give 50 cents, a dollar. Some gave $20. Another went home and came back and gave donations. It was just so, it was so good to see goodness in people's hearts because I know there's a lot of times where you just see bad news, negative news. And when you're in a little yard cell having your kids talk about charity and giving and donating and, you know, why they're doing this, it's, it just moved me to see other people be moved by their goodness. And that is what I'm talking about. That is the reason why we give is because it's not just to make yourself feel good. It's to start this ripple effect on you know affecting others and when you have your kids you teach your kids how to give a charitable heart that's the first ripple and then they start talking to strangers at at their yard sale and explaining why they're doing what they're doing that's the next ripple for that stranger to give money that's a ripple right there and it goes from that to like them going and telling somebody maybe their kids or their family members like hey I went to a yard sale today and then this is what this little kid said to me and I felt so moved and I, you know, I donated whatever I had, like a $5 bill, a dollar, whatever. And, or maybe they didn't even give money, but they're like, I. they just told the story to someone else. That's another ripple. And that's what you are doing in your house when you teach these things to your kids. So whatever is moving inside of you, act on it whatever you feel when it comes to giving donating how can you like give your time skills what do you have abundance of like act on it because that is you starting that first ripple that will like reach the next person and what better persons to send it through first than your kids right Your ripple effects should always go through them. All your greatness should always go through them because that's how they continue. And I don't even know if I gave that as simple as it was in my head. (laughs) But I hope you took something from it. Even if it's just you going today, talking to your kids about giving. If you sit down with your kids and talk to them about tithing, if that's something like that is a ripple effect. And in the end, that is how we spread God's goodness is by little ripples like that. All right, my friends, that is today's episode. And if you want to learn more about how we are giving back, because there are so many charities to give to. And yes, give to whatever speaks to you. That is the whole message behind it. Give to what speaks to you. So if it's food bank, if it's, um, Maui Strong, if it's um, all these different charities that are out there, make sure they're legit first. <laughs> but if it's all those things, or maybe it's for a specific family, like a GoFundMe for a specific family, then definitely like do what your heart says. Uh, but if you want to learn about what we're doing for a group of homeschooling mamas in Hawaii, in Maui, message me on Instagram and I can tell you more about it. My Instagram is at Kavai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. All right, my friends, until the next one. Hey, mama friend, if this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin, then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too.